Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. Hello, and welcome to episode number 338 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be back in earbuds again this week. And in today's episode, I'm answering one of the most common questions I get, certainly among potential clients in my initial consults, but also just a common question that I notice in my DMs and my emails. And honestly, it's a question that comes up a lot just in my day-to-day life with people who aren't even in my business audience. Um, And it's a great question. And I think it's a really important one. If you aren't where you want to be in your love life or you're frustrated in your love life, just know that there are different services and resources that can help you. But it's also important to know that they do different things. And a lot of times, for example, like I have clients that were in therapy and were frustrated with therapy because they wanted it to be like coaching, but therapy isn't coaching. It does different things, right? And so in today's episode, I'm going to break down the three main services that can support you in your love life, matchmaking, relationship coaching, and therapy. And I'm going to help you figure out what's best for you. Now, When I'm recording this episode, or actually when I'm releasing this episode, it's December 2022. So we are pretty close to 2023. And maybe by the time you're listening to this, it already is 2023. I also wanted to have this episode out for you around the new year time. Because regardless of what you think about goals and new year's resolutions, I certainly have lots of opinions about them. It still is like this, I don't know, it's like this refresh, right? Whether or not you play into it or buy into it, I think it's hard to completely separate yourself from the, you know, just from the the collective energy around like, okay, where do I want to be by this time next year or by the time 2023 closes out? Or what are my goals for next year? And when you're thinking about goals or where you want to be or shifts you want to make, you might also be considering, okay, who can support me in achieving those goals? Because you definitely don't have to do it alone. And I actually recommend not doing it alone because it's much uh, it's a smoother path, a faster path and a cleaner path, generally speaking, 
if you have others, you know, on your team that can help you. So today, again, I'm talking specifically about matchmakers, coaches, and therapists. And when I mean coaches, I mean relationship coaches, love coaches, dating coaches. I'm not talking about like any old kind of life coach or career coach or or whatever. Now, of course, there are other healers and people that can support you. There's like energy healers and astrologers and tarot card readers and all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about that. Um, I really just want to talk about the big three that I think can probably help you the most in your love life, or at least that are the most common places that people turn to support for. Okay, so let's just throw some quick definitions. And then I'll talk about kind of like the pros and cons, not only pros and cons, but like what each service does and doesn't do. So you can best decide what would be best for you. So first, a matchmaker is an agency generally, where you go and you say, hey, match me with someone you think might be a good fit. And so there's usually a pretty extensive onboarding process where you fill out some pretty extensive questionnaires around kind of who you are, your interests, your values, things like that. You will likely have also an interview with your matchmaker or someone that works for them. Um, And then they will pair you with people that they have in their database based on what you need, what you want, your interests, and then you go on dates. And then you generally both give feedback to the matchmaker. And then, you know, you can either continue the relationship or not. And it really just becomes like any other person that you might meet online or offline or wherever else. A therapist. Now, to be clear, there are lots of different kinds of therapy. And each therapist will also bring their own flavor to whatever kind of therapy that they are providing. And for the purpose of this episode, I'm talking about talk therapy. When I say therapy, it is the most common kind of therapy. It's also what most people think of when they think of therapy. And talk therapy, you know, it's pretty much what it sounds like. You do a lot of talking. Generally speaking, your therapist asks you a lot of questions. Um, and you really do a lot of unpacking of your past or decisions that you made or thoughts that you have. So they can really kind of understand what makes you tick or why you do certain things or why you feel certain ways or why you believe certain things. Generally speaking, therapists do not give a lot of feedback like, oh, well, I think you should do this, or this seems like a good idea. Sometimes they will, and they'll go into a little bit more coachy mode. But generally speaking, there's not a lot of feedback. And again, generally speaking, there's not a lot of accountability, right? Like I go to my therapist twice a week, excuse me, twice a month. She's wonderful. She's amazing, but I don't talk to her between sessions. So she's not really who I go to for accountability. And this gets me into what coaching is, where coaching is a lot more accountability. Coaching is like, okay, I know what I do. I know my patterns. I know why I make bad decisions. Help me not make bad decisions, right? That's what coaching is. There's a lot of handholding in coaching. There's a lot of accountability in coaching. There's a lot of like, okay, here's where you want to go. Here are the steps to get there. And let me help you take those steps. Now, again, every coach is going to be different. So when I'm talking about coaching, I really am referring to the kind of coaching that I'm familiar with. I'm also sprinkling in some kind of coaching that I've experienced as the client. But I do think this is generally true. So how do you know when it's time to hire who? Let's start with the matchmaker because I probably have the, um, oh, how do you say it? Probably the most critical opinions about this. But here are two reasons why a matchmaker might be super helpful. Um, A matchmaker might be super helpful if you're incredibly busy and you have either income or high paying job or money available to you where it's worth your time to spend that money with a matchmaker just to put people 
in front of you where you don't have to do a whole lot beyond the initial intake. Um, matchmaking is a lot of money. When people have told me how much they spent on matchmaking, to be honest, my jaw dropped a little bit because coaching isn't that much. So I was pretty surprised, to be honest. So if you have those resources available to you and you're short on time, then a matchmaker could be really helpful just to get some of that time back that you need to spend elsewhere, like on your career, for example, or if you have young children, things like that. A matchmaker can also be really helpful if you're looking for a very, very specific kind of person, especially if you are in a like a small or kind of niche insular community. So for example, most of you all know I'm Jewish and the Orthodox Jewish community, especially like the very religious Orthodox Jewish community, having a matchmaker is actually very, very common. And I also wouldn't be surprised if this is true for other more insular religious communities where, you know, you just have a matchmaker, they pretty much know everyone in the community and they're just matching people up and, you know, they go on a few dates and you decide, all right, yeah, this is it. And then you get married. It really does happen that quickly, at least in the Jewish community. It's kind of wild. People always say that, oh, well, you know, the divorce rate's really low, so maybe it really works in the religious community. But it's also like, well, maybe those people aren't really happy. Anyways, I digress. But my point is, is that these are, these would be good instances to potentially consider a matchmaker if you are from like a niche community or if you have resources available to you, but time is, you know, a little bit short. Other than that, I'm generally skeptical with matchmakers. And I'm going to talk you through a few few reasons why. Um, however, if you're listening to this and have had a good experience with a matchmaker, I would love to hear from you because I just haven't gotten that feedback from clients. Now, obviously, people who are coming to me after working with the matchmaker, they didn't necessarily get the results they're looking for. And I'll talk a little bit more that, about that in a minute. But if you've had a good experience with a matchmaker, whether or not like you married someone, but you had like a long-term relationship, just wasn't like really the right fit in the end, I would love to hear from you um, genuinely. So please reach out to me, send me an email or a DM on Instagram. would love to hear. Um, okay, so here are four main reasons that I'm hesitant to suggest working with Matchmaker. One is because I really don't believe for most people that meeting people and going on first dates is really the issue. Now, again, I know that I have some clients that are very busy or they're very like a lot of fear around going on dates or maybe you haven't dated in like a really, really long time. And just like taking that first step just feels paralyzing. I get that. But I still would say that the issue probably isn't that you just need someone to set you up on a first date. There's some other issues around self-esteem, self-confidence, worthiness, um, some inner child stuff that's playing out that probably needs to get worked through first. And working through that can help you get over that hump to meet people, get online or meet someone in real life or whatever, and go on that first date. For example, if you have people-pleasing tendencies or you struggle with boundaries or ignoring red flags or communication or whatever it is, all the first dates in the world aren't going to resolve that because what happens when you get beyond the first date? What happens when you have conflict in a relationship and you need to deal with that? What happens when you need to set an agreement or a boundary or have other, you know, kind of difficult communication? Having someone set you up on, you know, 10 first dates or whatever the, you know, the number is, isn't going to solve that. And I think generally speaking, most people actually need to focus on the underneath rather than the surface level issues that can arise in dating. Now, some matchmakers do also provide coaching services as part of the program. And so if you were to hire a matchmaker, I would absolutely opt for a company that does that. But even then, you need to be aware of what kind of coaching they offer. 
do they do coaching around the inner work that comes up with dating and being in a relationship? Or is it more of coaching around like how to, you know, make a good first impression or how to flirt or, you know, things that are a little little bit more surface level, things that are a little bit more related to the actual act of dating, but not being in a true, deep, loving partnership. My second hesitation is that I think a lot of people aren't clear on the business model of matchmakers. Generally speaking, when you hire a matchmaking service, you know, you you pay the money, right? And then with the money that you pay, they say, okay, we're going to set you up on 10 dates or 12 dates or whatever the package is that you purchase. But I think one reason why people are interested in matchmakers, and there's just feedback that I've heard from this community, is like, well, if I'm going to spend several thousand dollars to work with a matchmaker. I want to go on dates with someone else who spent several thousand dollars because that to me shows a level of seriousness from the other person. And that's attractive. I hear that. However, that's not the business model that most matchmakers have. Now, I'm not saying that you wouldn't go on a date with another client of the matchmaker, but generally speaking, matchmakers have a database of individuals who are interested in going on a date with their clients. And it's usually free to be on that database. At most, it might be a small fee, maybe a small yearly fee, but generally speaking, it's not thousands of dollars and those people aren't going through the same matchmaking process that you are. They just basically signed up to be on some database for a matchmaker. So again, if you are considering working with a matchmaker, one of the questions I would ask is, who are you setting me up on dates with? Because it's usually not their other clients who are also spending the same amount of money that you're spending. And if they, if they do have a database, then just get more information about who those people are. What's their vetting process? Is it free for them to just be there? And they're just like, oh, okay, fine. This sounds interesting. Or do they have to go through some sort of questionnaire process or interview process or pay anything in order to be on that and remain on that database? Here's my third hesitation. A lot of times I've noticed that when clients or people that I talk to sign up for a matchmaking service or want to sign up for a matchmaking service, there's a part of them that is so, you know, and, and, and to be honest, I have a lot of compassion for this, just so frustrated and so exhausted by dating and their love life that there's just this almost like this sense of peace that they get with just signing up and then just like, okay, I'm passing on my love life problems to this person, right? And that's actually a huge a huge problem because again, the matchmaker isn't going to get you past the first date. The matchmaker's job is to get you a first date, right? And a lot of the work in a relationship, most of the work in a relationship comes beyond the first date. And so if there's this part of you that just wants to sign with sign up with the matchmaker, because, you know, even though you might consciously say, well, I know there's no silver bullet, but like internally, that's kind of what energetically it feels like by signing up for this service. We're like, okay, just, you know, giving it over, like letting this person deal with it. I don't think that's the right headspace to be in because there's always going to be an active role that you have to partake in if you want the kind of relationship that I think you want. And I always tell this to my coaching clients where like, you know, I can show up and I can coach you and I can like give you all the resources and tools and everything that you that you need. But if you also aren't showing up, not just physically, but energetically and emotionally ready to do the work, then, you know, the effects are only going to be so much. And so I don't want you to sign up for a matchmaking service thinking, okay, this person will solve my problems or like put great potential matches in front of me and I'm to do anything because these people are going to be great. I think you're going to probably be a little disappointed. And here's my final hesitation. 
And this, I just have to preface, I, I alluded to this earlier in the episode, but this I have to preface, obviously people coming to me after working with the matchmaking service haven't, you know, found the relationship that they want yet. Now, of course, I do have some clients that are currently in relationships or in new relationships that they're trying to figure out or grow. And yes, that is certainly a subset of my clientele. Um, but for the most part, most of my clients are single or at least start working with me single. So of course, like there is an inherent, you know, flaw in the data, I guess you could say, with the people coming to me from a matchmaking service. But I will just tell you this. A lot of my clients, most of my clients at some point in their dating life have used online dating. And most of my clients have had some sort of long-term relationship, whether it was like a month or a couple months and sometimes even several years um, with someone that they've met online from the apps, all sorts of apps, all of them, Bumble, Match, all of them. I've never had a client that has had a previous relationship, like long-term relationship, something beyond the first date that came from a matchmaking service. Now, and this is where I said before, if you've had a positive experience, if you had a really great relationship from someone that you met from a matchmaker, I seriously would love to hear from you because I'm not trying to like poo-poo on, you know, a whole industry. I'm just simply sharing with you what I've seen in my experience, you know, being in an adjacent industry. I've just never seen somebody go beyond the first date after working with a, or through working with a matchmaker. And Honestly, the same isn't true with Tinder or Bumble or Match. And even if you do the paid services of that, that's a lot cheaper than a matchmaker. So, you know, if you've had a positive experience, you don't necessarily have to come to my show and talk about it, but I would love to share with others listening. So if you had had a positive experience, please send me an email. I'm support at veronicagrant.com or DM Veronica E. Grant because, um, you know, if I, I would love to anonymously share your, your story. Um, so that people can get a better idea as to whether or not, you know, it's a service that they, you know, might be interested in. Okay, so those are my thoughts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. About a matchmaker, overall, lots of hesitation. If you do decide to work with a matchmaker, I really would, you know, re-listen to this part of the episode and make sure you ask those questions around the cost and um, the guarantees and what's not guaranteed and also who who is on this database, how people get on the database, how people stay on the database um, and how they do their matching. And also if they provide any kind of coaching beyond like the how to flirt or how to master a first date or whatever it is, because, you know, I think most people listening to this show know that their relationship problems or love life problems go well beyond like how to flirt or whatever it is. 
I want to take a quick pause here to remind you that if you haven't already, you've got to block out an hour on your calendar and check out my workshop, The Five-Step Strategy to Banish Anxiety and Overwhelm in Your Love Life, so you can attract a fulfilling partnership and live a life of purpose. It's completely free, and in the workshop, I break down exactly why you're in the dating pattern you're in, how to take the confidence you feel in the rest of your life and apply it to your dating life, and so much more. If you like my style, philosophy, and how I coach women on the show, this workshop will help you get started in your own deep work. And for those of you who want to understand the why behind what I do on the show, I even dig a bit into the science of love so you can start to see real change in your own love life. It's really all my best work in one place and you can access it right now. I strongly believe you don't have to spend years in therapy or read every dating self-help book to dramatically transform your love life. Grab your seat over at veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop. And now back to the show. So done with matchmakers. Now I want to talk about coaching versus therapy in the rest of the episode. So to be clear, I don't think it actually has to be either or. Now, financially for you or time-wise for you, it might need to be either or, but there's no reason other than those reasons, which I know can be big reasons, but like there's no reason logistically or ethically or, you know, for your healing purposes, why you couldn't do both. I have a therapist that I see twice a month and that's ongoing. I don't remember how long I've been seeing her, but it's been a while. And during our time together, I've worked with multiple coaches. Therapists generally tend to be a longer term ordeal right? Like you might see this person once a week, once a month, you might see them as needed. Again, I see mine twice a month, about every other week. Coaching, generally speaking, again, with my coaching, it's not like an ongoing forever and always kind of thing. There's a package, you know, I I sell a package um, to my clients and it takes about four to six months, just kind of depending on the timing to get through. Um, And I think that's very average, right? Most coaching programs that I've ever done personally last anywhere between three and 12 months, 12 months certainly being on the longer end, three months on the shorter end of of that. And honestly, I wouldn't recommend doing coaching less than three months because it does take time to build some new habits and to like really shift some things and create new neural pathways, all that kind of stuff. And so any kind of coaching below three months, you know, it's it's almost better just honestly to save your money and then save up to be able to do a longer coaching package because it really does take time. Um, And it can't just be a few sessions in order to like, you know, really, really shift things. Okay, so beyond working with potentially a therapist and a coach at the same time, if you've never worked with a therapist and you've experienced trauma either recently in your life or you experienced trauma, you know, a decade ago, two decades ago, three decades ago, or whatever it is, you've never worked with a therapist, I would strongly recommend that you work with a therapist who's specific to whatever trauma that you experienced. Because when you start doing coaching, it can bump up against some things. And if you've never worked through that with someone who is trained specifically to deal with the emotions and reactions that you might have when those things arise, then you need to be able, you need to do that first just for your own safety. And so again, like I won't take on a client if they've experienced any kind of like acute trauma, again, whether recently or in childhood, and they've never worked with a coach. I don't think coaching is the answer for them right now. I think they have to go back and do some trauma healing with a trained therapist specifically in whatever trauma they experienced in order to be in a safe space for coaching. Another way or another reason why therapy might be better for you is if your mental health 
is it's just so difficult to manage that it's hard to get through your day. It's hard for you to do the things that you need to do to pay the bills and get to work or take care of any people that you need to take care of. Um, So if it's just hard for you to do that, then probably working with a therapist first and getting to a more stable place is going to be the right step for you as opposed to coaching. Okay. So those are the two main categories in which a therapist is going to be the right fit for you over any kind of coaching, whether it's my coaching or any other coach that you see on the internet. And the final category that you might want to look at is if you are looking for a diagnosis and a specific treatment plan for your diagnosis, obviously that's going to be in the therapist's realm. And I actually didn't say this when I was defining the three professions, but just to be clear, coaches do not diagnose. If you ever have a session or hear a coach like diagnosing someone, either you or someone else like on their podcast, like that is a huge red flag. That is not a coach staying in their lane. And to me, well, I could go on a whole soapbox rant about that. I won't, but that pisses me off because it makes coaching look bad. (laughs) And I think coaching is so powerful, but I just hate it when whatever. Okay. I won't get into it. Therapists diagnose and provide specific treatment plans for whatever the diagnosis is. Coaches do not do that nor should they be doing that, you know, because it's, it's just two different things. Okay. Now let's say you're either working with a therapist now, or you have worked with a therapist in the past and you have a lot of understanding. You kind of understand, you know, what's not working in your love life and you have a feeling you kind of know why, and yet you're still going out with red flags or getting in a relationship with the red flags, or you know something's a bad idea, but you still do it and you can't seem to change your habit or your pattern or whatever it is. That's when I think coaching is actually a really great fit. I had a lot, I've had a lot of clients in the past who have gone to a therapist and they, you know, at in, in the initial phases of their work, it was like, yeah, it was really great. Like I was learning a lot, building a lot of self-awareness, um, understood a lot of stuff from my upbringing or you know, current things going on in my life, but then things just kind of felt like they were going in circles or just not really going anywhere. Or like, I would feel good at the end of our session, but then I'd be like, okay, but now what, how do I not keep going out with dicks? (laughs) Um, Excuse my French. And um, this is where coaching is like the sweet spot um, because they just do different things. And I don't think therapy is bad. I don't think coaching is bad. They just do different things. And I think there's a lack of understanding on the differences that they provide. So if you're really looking for more action and accountability and like, okay, I know that I you know, have a tendency to want to do this, but how do I shift it so that I can do that instead? That's more coaching because therapists actually Um, because of how they're licensed and trained, they're actually not allowed to give that kind of feedback. They also can't share their own personal experiences. And so like, you don't even know who you're talking to. Like, do they have a relationship that they want? Do they know anything about Bumble or Tinder or what it's like to keep wanting to go after a red flag, even though you know it's not a good idea? Do you know what I mean? Like, they're just not allowed to give that kind of feedback. And for good reason, again, it's a different kind of healing modality and they do different things. But a coach has a lot of leeway, right? Like with my coaching, not to make it about me, but just to make it so that they don't feel so alone and they can see, you know, a different way to look at the situation that they're in. Coaching also can provide a lot of a lot of accountability. Some therapists do provide this. So this is not like necessarily therapists can't do it. Coaches can. But again, it's not generally, it's not, I keep saying this, I'm sorry, but it's not usually a practice of therapists. But, you know, for example, with my um, 
you know, with my coaching, um, I use Voxer. I know a lot of my colleagues also use Voxer, which is basically a walkie talkie app or Slack or, you know, WhatsApp or other kinds of communication so that, you know, we can keep working on things and help you through things as, you know, bad dates arise or weird texts arise or, or whatever it is. So in my experience, most of the women who come to me know the old patterns or their inner child wounding that they're playing out both from their therapy then also from listening to this podcast. Um, a lot of my clients have taken the courses, read the books, you know, learned things about themselves in therapy, and yet they're still not exactly where they want to be in their love life. And some, some of them even say things like, I can see the train crash coming, but I can't stop it. And that's because things like, you know, books, podcasts, whatever, therapy even can help build a lot of awareness around your patterns and around why you do what you do. But that really is only the first step to changing things. Now, not to minimize that step, it's an important first step because you don't know what you don't know. But for most people, it's not going to get you to where you want to go because there's that lack of integration, right? And that's really where coaching is like, okay, let's apply it. Let's actually do the thing. Let me help you. Let's figure it out. Let's course correct, stuff like that. And that's really my sweet spot when I work with clients is to help you understand the pattern that you're in or to deepen that understanding um, if you already have a clear idea um, and then do inner child work to begin to heal that as well as some other healing um, modalities. And then we really get going with the tangible and actionable steps. So things in your love life actually begin to change. So if you are working with a therapist now, but you're looking for more accountability and action and support specifically around your love life, or you have worked with a therapist in the past, and now you're like, dang, I really want to move forward in my love life and have some accountability there and someone who could help me who gets it. I would love to support you. So if you are thinking about this for 2023, and this is a big part of what you want to grow in and accomplish in, you know, in the new year, then I would love to chat with you. Um, I work with clients in a deep and transformative way over a four to five month period, give or take, again, depending like on scheduling, things like that. And so if you're interested, the next step would be to have an introductory call with me. And that's a requirement for all clients, because I want you first to get to know me and to make sure that I feel like a good fit for you. And then also for me to get to know you and make so I can make sure that I can help you with the problem that you want me to help you with. Um, So it's really just, you know, a call for us to ensure that it's a good fit all around. And really, my goal is to help you get off the fence one way or the other. So you can be really clear, like, yes, working with Veronica is the next right step. Or no, Veronica is not the next right step. Maybe I need therapy still, or maybe, you know, another coach resonates with me more. I'm not attached to any of it. I just want to make sure that whatever decision you make feels really true to you. And I ask you some pretty good questions in our call so that you can get that clarity for yourself. So to sign up for that call, all you have to do is head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. There you can see some testimonials from other clients. You can There also is a form for you to fill out. And once you fill out that form, that will forward you to my calendar so you can schedule your introductory call. So if you've been really struggling or feeling frustrated or just feeling like you're at your wit's end in your love life, I really hope that one way or another, you will reach out for support. You don't have to do this alone. I do not recommend doing this alone. There are services and people out there who can help you. I know sometimes you can feel like you're alone or the only one or no one's as crazy as you are or, you know, whatever the story might be. But I just want you to know that whatever you're experiencing is probably part of a universal experience. And that means that there's other people who have experienced you've experienced and they've gotten to the other side of it. And working with someone can help you get there faster and with a lot less 
pain and frustration and heartache and rejection and all of those things. So if coaching feels like it's the next right step for you and you think I might be the coach for you, I would love, love to work with you and love to, you know, just chat with you and see if working together would be the next right step. I explain how I work with clients in in our intro call. So any question that you have about that, um, you know, bring to to that call. Um, but if you want to ask me a question before, you know, filling out an application, um, just send an email to support at veronicagrant.com, or you can send me a DM. I'm Veronica E. Grant on Instagram. I'm happy to answer any and all questions that you might have. Um, working with clients privately is my jam. I have to say, I think I'm pretty good at it. I love doing this kind of work. And the most fun for me is just to see my clients really just begin to transform from the inside out. It's just amazing to see. And it's amazing to see what my clients have accomplished. And the funny thing is, it's not really funny, but the interesting thing is, is that, you know, because of the kind of coaching that I do with my clients, like, yes, it is specific to your love life, but also what begins to transform is just everything in your life, because ultimately you're the common denominator and the kind of work that I do with my clients, your self-esteem will increase, your confidence will increase, your worthiness, self-worth will increase. And when all of that goes up, then all of the things that are associated with confidence, worthiness, and self-esteem will also see benefit as well. So including friend groups and your health and career and finances and business, if you have one, all of those kinds of things. Um, So again, if you're interested in diving deep with me to heal your love life, your patterns, your blocks, your next step is to schedule your introductory call with me. And you can do that at veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. And we'll also have that link in the show notes. All right, my dear, I hope you learned something. I hope you got a better idea of matchmaking versus coaching versus therapy. Again, any follow-up questions, feel free to get in touch with me and I will see you next week with a brand new coaching episode on the Love Life Connection. One more thing. You may be wondering, but Veronica, how do I start doing the deep work? I'm ready to make a shift. If that's you, I recommend you start with my totally free workshop, Five Steps to Ending Overwhelm and Anxiety in Dating. The good news is that you don't have to do all the things to find love. This workshop will walk you through the five big shifts that'll give you the biggest bang for your buck. You'll learn a step-by-step game plan to finally get unstuck and unblocked in love and end the cycle of dead-end relationships. You'll learn the number one reason most highly successful, motivated, and ambitious women struggle in love and what you can do to make sure it doesn't happen to you. You'll learn how to figure out the real reason you're attracting partners who aren't emotionally available or toxic or just simply not on your intellectual or emotional level. And you'll also learn the single most effective way to tap into the inner confidence you feel in your career and elsewhere in your life so that it'll carry over into your love life. And of course, a lot more. If you're ready to shift things in your life, I seriously can't wait for you to get your hands on this. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop to sign up. Thank you so much for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in the show, you can find the show notes to this episode and all previous episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this episode, please subscribe and take a moment to rate and review the show. It really helps. I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. And until then, sending you lots of love. Hi. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.